I love that intro. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love that intro. Can we hear it again? Nobody talks. Nobody talks. Nobody talks. This is the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. And yes, this is the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. I am your host, IJ, here. Very experienced stater, as you can tell. Um, I managed to lose Avery again. We do have two fantastic co-hosts today with me. We have Coach Hannah and we have Rosie. Uh, Coach Hannah's back, hasn't been on for a few episodes. People were requesting her. I was actually requesting her also. And she's going to be joining us uh, this episode. We're going to be talking about parents, parents and Shaduchim. There, there's so much to it. This was a bit sparked by last episode where Mrs. Nymark, who people really liked her, she brought up that parent involvement. And I'm like thinking, hmm, we've been trashing the Shadchanim for 30-something episodes. Uh, also, hey, what about the parents, right? Do they really get a pass? Who better to assist me than an experienced dating coach and an experienced female dater? So here we are, episode 33. Hey guys, it's IJ from the Nobody Talks Shidduchim podcast. I want to take a moment to tell you about this awesome new dating site that I even signed Avery up for. Uh, finding a Shidduchim match is very tough. Where do you go? Where do you find them? Fortunately, there's an all new website for chesed minded individuals that are looking to find their Zivug. It's called Match Made in Hask. It's free, it's easy to use, it has a private database, and it's run by leading Shadduchim from all different backgrounds. It's created for Am Yisrael. So visit matchmadeinhas.com to join. That's matchmadeinhas.com to join. Sign up today. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our episode. And today, like I mentioned, joining us is Coach Hannah. And Rosie is back. Uh, can we get an applaud, an audience? Uh, let me see here. Okay, I hear that. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but... Welcome back. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. We're talking about parents. Thank you. Uh, uh, Rosie and uh, Coach Hannah here. So we're talking about parenting today. Okay, so that's going to include everything from being involved in resume sourcing or being involved in some decision making for the guys or the girls or for their their child, whether they're acting as your shadchan, whether they are Many parents today become the agents. Uh, this 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 was sparked a bit from our last episode where Mrs. Nymark brought up some issues with parents with the parents today in uh, in the whole shidduch process. You know, there it, it 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 many times is a bracha, but there also is plenty of times when it's a klala. And you know what? People might not even be aware of it. Uh, I can go on a tantrum about friends of mine who <laughs> involve their parents. And once they threw them away, they got married. <laughs> and then look, I have other situations also, not as many, but people that are uh, were not had, did not have their parents involved at all. And there are some that they start involving them, and uh, things that honestly get a little bit better. Parent and shaduchim, first raw, you know, raw thoughts. So yeah, I definitely have to agree with that. I think it is very much a case by case basis in the sense of the parents and the child, you know, everyone has their own parenting style um, and how they, you know, relate to their kids and, and what they, how they converse with their kids. 
so you know if it's if it's a type of relationship where the kid feels like they can be honest and they have a they can have a real back and forth with their parents and it's not just the parents you know forcing their ideas on them um, as well as the fact that if it, if the kids are open and honest with their parents and um, you know are can listen to their parents but also take their own feelings into account essentially if it's a healthy relationship then I don't see a problem you know with the parents being involved obviously if that's not the case that's where you know you have the problems and the issues come up no I, I 100% agree and again if your parents know who you are then go ahead with it it's so much easier there's so much to do while dating right you got to get a guy or a girl to like you now add your parents into the mixture. You got to get your parents to like them too. At least in the beginning, if they're looking into it and they're involved in the shit up process, there's that like one less level of you trying to convince another person in the picture to agree with whomever you're dating. Agree, and you also have to be on the same page with your parents in the sense that if your parents think that you are firmer than you are. And they're not really getting, you know, a real picture of you. They're not going to be giving you the right suggestions. You have to have a really an open line of communication with your parents. Yeah, and that that's a, that's a big obstacle with many, with many people. Um, I, Rosie and, and even Coach Hanna, yeah. you, you know, you brought up a, a really interesting point there that we should go on in discussion with. Do you need to be on the same page as your parents? I mean, I, I think that there's no reason not to. I think, I mean, although it's a hard conversation to have if your parents do think that you're a certain way when you're not, I think that you're only hurting yourself by not being open with your parents. Now, obviously, you know, kids don't tell their parents everything. It's, you know, they don't need to know every little thing, every place they've been to in the past day, week, or whatever. But um, they, they their, their parents should be... Um, you know, on the same page with them as to what they're really looking for. That's, I think, is extremely important. And, and Rosie, if they are not on the same page, good luck. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> no, I mean, listen it, again. Like I said before, it's hard enough that you have to figure out what you want, right? In this crazy dating world, where you're just dating all different people from all different backgrounds and types like that. So, if you're not on the same page with your parents. I'm sorry, it's going to get way more complicated. So maybe you just have to distance yourself from your parents because there are a lot of people who date without their parents being involved. It's just easier for you. Again, there's enough headache of you dating on your own. Now add someone into And it doesn't even have to be your parent. It could be someone that you look up to or someone that you're super close with. Like if they're not on the same page with you, just in dating little scenario, remove, remove them from the picture. Right. It's just, it is interesting to note, though, that I do feel like with girls, especially younger girls, I don't think they necessarily have that ability. Like when you're 19, 20, and you already feel that your parents are not realizing, you know, who you are, or they're not on the same page. I do feel like it's very difficult to convey that to your parents that, you know, that they're not realizing what the situation is. It's definitely like something that takes a lot of um, energy and it has to be done with a lot of finesse I feel like. Good point. I forgot what it was like dating much younger. Um, but that's why everybody says get a mentor. Have somebody else intervene and help you because and this doesn't only apply to your parents by the way. It's be true for what you're looking for across the board. Yes. That's true. And I definitely agree with you about the mentor thing. I think that a lot of young girls 
feel like, you know, I'm just going to rely on my, on my mother. She's, she'll take care of it. She'll, she'll tell me which subcontinent to go to and visit and things like that. But then, you know, if they feel like there's a problem, they just feel lost all of a sudden. And it just becomes this whole barrier and this whole difficult thing in their mind that how are they going to convey to the Shadkan that this is not a good idea or how are they going to convey that, you know, maybe we should do something else or change it up. And it's very important to have somebody that's going to give you an objective opinion about how to go about the whole process in general. Yeah. And, and, and you know, look, not too many singles whether they're experienced or not, which, by the way, I've heard uh, our listeners, our audience, let me know that you don't have to be young or old. It's all about experience. And that's true, you know, if, in terms of dating experience. So, right, you, you could be 22 and you could, uh, you know, have dated 100 people. Well, that would be pretty crazy. No, no, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's about maturity and mindset. You know, you can be a 20 year old and have the maturity of a 29 year old, and you can also be a 29-year-old and have the maturity of a 19-year-old. So it's, it's really all about, you know, how you've grown up and how you, how you what you decided to become at yeah, if you know, you the beginning of your dating if you have If you have the aptitude for it, right, right. No, great point. I would like to, to ask Rosie that, are you know, singles that abnegate or they, they basically fail to fulfill getting uh, their parent involved when they should, right? Let's say they choose a, a mentor. Does a mentor really do it? Can a mentor or an uncle, an aunt, a Rebbe, whatever. Everyone knows what I mean by mentor, right? That parlance. You know, is there actually a substitute for a parent? Yeah, 100%. I think so, but I also think that you have to be very careful with that because you don't want your parents to feel like they're being usurped and you also don't want to necessarily block out good advice when you could get good advice from your parents and from your mentor. You basically have to, you know, know what you're dealing with and you have to be smart about what questions you ask with people. I think you can kind of get a feel once, um, you know, you're more comfortable with whatever mentor you choose, what you should direct to them and, you know, what you maybe want to include your parents in on. Yeah, but not everybody has the privilege of having their parents involved. And for those that don't, if you have a mentor that knows you, and knows what you're looking for, they're going to hundred percent be a substitute for that. Mm, I like Agreed. That. But the thing is though, that you don't want it to come back and bite you. If your parents are going to be very upset about the idea that they're not being involved at all. So if, if you don't have that sort of relationship with your parents and you're looking for it elsewhere, but you know that they're going to be insulted, I would say include them on the most topical basic level. So you kind of cover all your bases. Basically tell them that you're dating. Tell them you're dating. Tell them that you're married. You know, like the basic. <laughs> yeah, that. Yes, you have to. Yeah, you know, you have to let them know at some point. And speaking of some point, you know, what what would you say is the best time to actually bring someone up to your parents that you're actually uh, dating them, whether you just started or you're you know, some time into it. When would be the best time to start bringing that up to your parents? I think it's based on how you know your parents will react. So if you have the type of parents that on date one, they're already going to be harassing you about booking the hall and, you know, getting that birth dress ready. You What's might, the color uh, scheme? Exactly. What the color scheme is and how many children you're having. You might want to include <laughs> them a little bit later on. But uh, I think it, it really is dependent upon, you know, if you feel like they're going to pressure you at any rate, or if you feel like it'll be helpful. Okay. I actually know somebody that, that, um, 
you know, they were dating. They didn't want to tell their parents anything pretty much until they were sure that they were going to be getting married. Uh, and they basically said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm dating somebody seriously. I'm going to be bringing her home for a meal, you know, like next week or something. And that's, that's how you wanted to play it because he just knew that his parents would ask way too many questions and kind of interfere too much. And, you know, everyone, everyone has their own style. Yeah. And, right. I, and also just remember that parents freak out at any given time and it just makes absolutely <laughs> no sense. So personally, i just give you a little anecdote. One time I was dating a guy literally on the third date I came home and my mother was like, want to have more for Shabbos? We want to get to know him. And I looked at her and I'm like, um, no, but thanks for asking. So again, there's really, it just really depends on the situation. <laughs> Def- Absolutely. Well, definitely. And hopefully we can make the audience a bit more aware what the situation is, right? People yeah. can be a little bit uh, delusional about it in many ways. And it's true. Look, I, I know, look, I, I had a good friend of mine who literally uh, told them, uh, you know, he's getting engaged to this girl. Uh, here's when you're going to meet them. Uh, there was no easing into it. It's open to interpretation. The parents are thinking, one way, oh, there's, we're so close, and we know him, and he'll never, he'll never ever do that to us. Uh, meanwhile, the, the, he did the exact opposite, and that might be the best thing. That might be the best thing. Definitely, look, parents also, parents who are listening to this podcast, and there are many, we know, at least, at least I know my mother is, they, uh, they, they, can, they need to be a bit more uh, perceptive when, when someone's busy, right? And, and, and there are signs, right? Guy, guy, the, your daughter's coming home late. She's making sure no one's in the house because she, you know, she she's uh, the guy's picking her up, um, or, or the guy's not eating, but a Shabbos meal. <laughs> uh, right, right. They, they, <laughs> yeah, hey, even the guys today, you know, uh, social media, right? Be, you know, people want to look good. You know, they're, they're starting to not take doubles, not take you know triples, uh, or uh, all, you know, all that they're extra not stuff. Not doing the herring by Kiddush. No herring by Kiddush anymore. There are signs. Uh, for girls, I guess, uh, no picking out on the salad leftovers from right by Shalshidus. Or they're just looking beautiful on a Tuesday night. Also, right. getting that extra manicure. You know, usually they go like once every, I don't know, Yeovil, and now you know that's a sign. Rosie. But can, can I just say something? Yes, can I interject? You said it's a good sign. For people who don't live at home, though, their parents don't see those signs. So you would have to kind of break it to them a little slower. I mean, if you can't break I mean, it to them in actual words versus just seeing their actions. Yes, but also if they, if they talk to them on the phone, even just if, if they are going to be more perceptive and, and tune in, they'll, they'll, they'll see the nuances. If, if their son or their daughter is, let's say, you know, a little bit more nervous, a little bit more on edge, a little bit more, um, or even a little bit less focused Stay on down. things, a little bit more in the clouds, that's usually a good indicator. They're in love. They're in like the La La Land. They're in La La Land. No, Rosie, that was a great point. Great point. Uh, It's true. Um, You know, most, look, there are a lot of people, especially getting older, that are not living at home. They're not living at home. Their relationship with their parents is from a distance. I feel like in in, in that situation, um, not a predicament. In that in that situation, it could be a, a benefit in so many ways. That the, the parent is not really too focused day to day operations of the child. Right? They're always checking in. They're sharing their love. You know, they're sending uh, WhatsApp memes of the elections. <laughs> but 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 they are. Uh, you know, there is that you know weekly Shabbos phone call, a few text messages. They shouldn't be shocked when. 
you know, the guy, uh, the guy or the girl says, oh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I'm actually seeing someone serious. And uh, we're getting, you know, here, 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 let me tell you a little about her. Honestly, that might be a lot easier in many ways. If, if the parents are less involved in many instances, it's, it's better. Um, but I do think that it's always, you know, as we mentioned before, I really do think it's important. It's important for everyone to speak to somebody, though. Don't, you know, don't, don't try to um, do everything on your own and make your own judgments on everything because you need to have an objective opinion no matter what. You don't want to, because obviously, you know, you're seeing things with rose-colored glasses when you're dating. It's just, that's what mm-hmm. happens. Very true. And if you don't have anybody to talk to, you can talk to Coach Hannah. <laughs> or find a friend. I'm sure there's, you know, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, make myself, uh, shameless plug i'll do it for you yeah <laughs> yes no I, I i i call coach hannah all the time whenever i need uh, a shidduch advice i call coach hannah so everyone go use her uh wait we'll post her we'll post her information another time rosie i never call you you know that no i'm kidding yeah i ignore your phone calls on purpose <laughs> oh, okay. Now it makes sense. Um, read that, okay, that's probably why I left my WhatsApp group. All right. So, okay. So let's, okay. So now let's uh, fast forward here. I love these, these, these overall p- concepts. Let's get into some specific things. Uh, not that we haven't, but here's some more specific some things. Potatoes. Okay. Right. Well, uh, meat and potato. Yeah. You know, salad toppings on the salad. That's what the millennials like. Using the parent as the primary shotgun. Okay. Yay or nay. Uh, what do people do here? And if it's uh, you know, good or bad, how do they get out of it? I love it. Personally, I love it. Um, first of all, there's somebody to blame besides for yourself if it doesn't work out. So selfishly for that. Um, and second of all, personally, I'm in a very good, healthy relationship with my parents where I think that they do know who I am. And if they could just do like background information for me, that I don't have to do all that digging and it's helpful for me to freeze up my time. Why not? So essentially you use them to do the dirty work. A hundred percent. Yeah. I like that. Let them do the dirty work. Let them do the dirty work. Coach Hannah, is that how it always is? So, I mean, I, I, I do hear that. I, I think that it's really, like I said, it's a case for case basis, but I think there are definitely a lot of pros to having um, your parents, you know, look into things for you, especially also because, if you do a lot of the work on your own, I think you're you're more likely to get jaded faster because you just have to deal with a lot more. If you are able to kind of delegate some of the quote-unquote work and like you kind of have help with it, then it, it just makes the process that much easier. So if, if that's an option, I do think, like Rosie said, that it, is, it can be really beneficial. I also really like it because sometimes when you get a resume, right, it's a piece of paper that you're working off of and then... Even though you're doing research about the boy or the girl or whomever it is, it's still like a 2D object for some reason. I still just think about the paper, the paper, the paper, the paper. Versus if I have them do a lot of the research, it's still like interesting to me. And I actually want to meet the person and date them versus just thinking, what did I get? What did I get? How much information did I find about him? And I'm not interested in actually going out on that date sometimes. Yes. So it becomes more of a job. Yeah. You do it as yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I'm at the office, and my my manager is asking me, uh, "Oh, did 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 this get updated? Did that get a uh, what well, about that?" Exactly. And you know, that's how it is yeah. when you come home, and and your your family's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember the girl you told me? Are you still seeing her? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Can I just have a few questions?" And you're like rolling your eyes. Oh man, you know, uh, you know, uh, like when I'm ready, I'm ready. When I'm ready, I'll let you know. We can go more into detail. 
uh, parents have to understand that you know there's there's a uh, there's privacy that needs to ma- be maintained for that relationship and for both parties to really kind of try to focus on you know is this person right for me not just what my mother or father might want and this obviously could be a major problem when the parent is the shotgun now on the other side of it uh it could be a bit maybe a bit more beneficial when the parent is the shotgun obviously a little different because if the parent is sending a you know if the, maybe there might be another shotgun in that case right where let's say the girl's mother is 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 acting as a shotgun and then there's someone else managing the boy so uh there's there's like there is at least a bit of a break in communication not like everything should be so directed on top because uh, look, what I found t- to be the truth is that, you know, parents are going to just like just like we were discussing the other episode that, you know, they're going to try to find as many reasons uh, wrong rather than right and not giving that opportunity for the relationship to kind of flow on its own. On, on that same vein, with mothers in general, and I, I don't want to open up a whole can of worms, but I, I do feel like with mothers in general in regards to their sons, they are they safeguard them so much and they 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 become so uh, what's the word i'm looking for here just these feelings of like you know he has to only have the best and she has to be the tip top and you know i have this gym and this jewel and you know i'm only obviously gonna take the best suggestions um this should be a privilege for you to date him right i do feel like (laughs) the, the playing field should be um, a little bit more even in the sense that, you know, if if we could have boys and girls be suggested to each other at the same time, as opposed to, you know, a lot of these mothers getting a million resumes for their son and having to choose and then the girls are waiting for a yes before they even have to get to look into these boys, I do feel like that would help the process a bit also. To kind of just, they can look, if a girl can look into the boy at the same time and then, you know, and then they, they both give their answers. They don't have to wait for one another. I do feel like that would help also. But I don't I don't agree with that because I think that boys get read so many more shidduchim than the girls do, right? So if the boy's totally not even interested in you, he just got your resume, and then you're starting to look into him and even get an inkling of excitement, and that's not coming to fruition? Like, what's the point of that? But at the same time, though, if they get a resume, and they, I feel like if they're not, if they know that they're, there's less pressure on them to that the girl's not waiting for them to for an answer. So I feel like they might be faster to just say yes or no. It just creates less pressure. I mean, I do. You're you're the the guy here, so you can weigh in on this. The 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 one thing that pops up in my mind with that is that the the boy is not going to see those resumes that he would prefer, and the mother does not prefer, and he and they will be missing out on. Uh, on uh, a, a very good opportunity, you know, they would be lo- missing out on the fact that that might be a girl that he actually might be interested. In. He might not be willing to share. Well, you know, what, mother, I, I'm I'm actually like, you know, Sneas. It doesn't have to be, you know, to the to the tippy toes. You know, I, I'm okay if it's by the ankles, you know, <laughs> and and yeah. or 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 in a, or maybe um you know he is looking for more from girl right uh being uh, a, pro- a product of the yeshiva system where uh, I was a musmach at one point <laughs> the uh you know I, I had a lot of friends who 
they they were a lot more from than their parents. And uh, the, the mother was still, you know, mother might have been modern Orthodox, modern yeshivish. And this guy now was a really yeshivish machmer guy. And he was looking for something else. So this is a very rough area for the guy in many, in, in, in so many, so many problems, not just you're taking a lot of the responsibility out of it you know people need to uh, most people people in Shadokim are doing a lot of work they're doing a lot of work and researching getting resumes reaching out you're missing out on that now many times it happens to be that it's it's not worth it 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 could just be too hard for them and that's great because if you have parents to fall back on that's a real bracha that you might have that they can really interject and take all those hard bullets but for for someone who might need that they might need that um, they might need that experience to slowly go through resumes and really see hmm what do i want you know what is working what what might not be working uh, you know have i said to have i have i maybe not said too many yeses to girls from this area or guys from here but you know at the end of the day it's not their choice it's their parents choice yeah, I, I do. I do hear that. Um, I do feel like the boys in general, though, should be more involved with their shidduchim. The idea of you know I'm going to leave it all up to my parents, like you said, there's a lot of a lot of flaws with that because they might be overlooking things um, because they're not even aware of that they're being suggested, and you know the parents are are coming from the mindset of you know only the best, only the best. Yeah, I, your, your mother basically, you know, that Hollywood agent that I keep on referencing, which I have, by the way, everyone, you know, uh, uh, mugshots will be up on the uh, at nobody talks to him Instagram. Uh, they become the Hollywood agent, and 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 here you are. They they might be over. They they might be. They really, you know, most of the time they will be. They'll be over, you know, overestimating. Yeah, I think it's a big problem, but it could go either way. You know, for people who have been letting their parents do it for so many years. They have to come to a point if it's if they're still in Shaduchim and it's been five years and, and your mother's handling all the resumes or even your father sometimes, right? Maybe it's time for myself to try and that could be an issue. If it is an issue, if your if your mother is not gonna respond well, well, contact the Shadchan yourself, someone you trust, someone you know, try to find you know, find them however you can, source them wherever you can get them, and tell them a situation, say, I I, I really you know, I would like to just start getting some resumes, you know, directly to me and see if it could work out. It might not. It might, and, and you can say, look, please do not tell my mother this. Shalchan might respond, oh, I don't feel comfortable with that. Explain to them the situation. If they're clearly not on board, say, okay, you know what, not a bad idea. I, I think you're right. And then move on to another one who will do it. Because it comes to a point where you have to, you have to look in the mirror and say, you know, I'm doing this way five, six years, and I haven't gone past a second or third date. There's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. There's always has to be that reassessment, you know, when you're doing something for so long and you're not getting the results that you want. Like you said, you definitely have to reassess what you've been doing till now, um, you know, and see if the, the shotgun can help you out on the side. Maybe there's like a shotgun HIPAA law that, you know, they're not allowed to tell your information to the parents or something. A lot of them like dealing with the people who are dating directly anyway. It's so much easier than, oh, my daughter said this, my son said this, and it's just like the crossing <laughs> of the wires where you never said that in your life, but somehow I got back and heard that you said that. So, yeah, it definitely. But then you have these, you know, you have these mothers that are, that are holding their, their son's resume so tightly and they're in this like, you know, locked safe and they need a combination just to, 
to take it out. So you have that also. Hey, this is Yona from the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. Did you like our new jingle? Well, thank you. I wrote and sang it, but my vision would never have been realized without my talented buddy, Hillel Kapnick. At Uptop Recording Studios in Muncie, Hillel takes your musical dreams and transforms them into reality. I can personally attest to his talent and general awesomeness. Hillel is available for song production, musical arrangements, vocal recording, mixing, mastering, and more. He's also a DJ and a one-man band, so no matter what your musical needs are, Hillel is your man. For more information, check out his website at hillelcaps.com. That's H-I-L-L-E-L-K-A-P-S dot com. And follow him on Facebook and Instagram. You know, you have mothers that they need to know. They need to know and be too much on top of it. Maybe not actually being the shotgun or setting people, you know, setting up directly, but they're too, they're very involved because as we know, when they're at the uh, challah baking, uh, you know, event every week or Grab whatever, and, and all the hock, all the hock and all the yenting is going on and sprints to ask Rivka, what's, uh, what's Yankee doing? Who's he seeing? And the mother's going to just be perplexed. Like, Oh, I, I had no idea. Am I supposed to? And they're, and they're going to respond. Of course you need to know. Of course. And there is that social pressure. I feel that for the parents. I'll let them have it. I'll say it's not, it, it, it isn't so comfortable being in that position to just uh, not have a response, not really understand. For those who do have that, I would advise them and say, uh, say, say the following, you know, tell them, oh, oh absolutely. You know, I, he is seeing someone. She is, she, she is seeing someone. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, I, I, I know a bit about him. Nothing's official yet, but you know, when the right times come, I'll, I'll, I'll share, you know, all that information with you. So that's good. That's good for the parents to know who are listening. There's, there's always two sides and it is a very good point about the parents, you know, not wanting to be so left out that they have no idea what's going on with their, their kids. It can definitely be hurtful if it comes to that. Do you think, in, in regards to parents, do the guys have it tougher with the parents or do the girls have it tougher? I would have to, I, I, I'm thinking about this for a second. I do feel like because the boys get so many resumes and it can be so overwhelming that there's, there's a lot of pressure in that sense where the girls are more working together with their, with their mother, with their parents, um, you know, to kind of get, get, uh, a, a, the dates and things like that. So I feel like it's, it's very different. And I just feel like the, the boys have it maybe a little bit harder in this sense. I don't know. What do you think, Rosie? I think the girls have it harder because a guy, it's like, oh, he's taking his time. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> and the girl turns 19 and a half. And it's like, what's wrong with her? Why oh can't my she God. get married? 19 and a half. Whoa. If you hear that, it's like oh. a guy setting up his career and he's busy with this, and he always has something else, and a woman is just sitting and waiting to get married. And it's not okay. Well, uh, even if you become physical therapist, some of them become yeah. nurses. You know, there's there's a, an array of activities that they could do also. Right, but they're waiting to get married. They're not setting up a career, which is sad because we 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 couldn't have careers. We couldn't get be busy doing other things. But it's it's not the case. What that's what I find. I like Coach Hannah's uh, response where uh, the guys, you know, are not, I just have it harder. <laughs> oh, you have it harder. Got it. Thank you, Rosie. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, there are different struggles being had. I just realized that a lot of more girls live at home than guys do. So yes. guys are either dating when they're in yeshiva, so they're not at home, right? And then once they get older, it's more common for a guy to move out than a girl. So... A girl has that pressure of living at home as well and being with 
that surrounding of like, let's say, what's going on with your dating life? When are you getting married? Who are you dating now? It's it's more pressure in that way versus the guy <laughs> just leaves it alone because he's not at home. I just have a friend. You know what? He's 28. And by the way, the girl 28 and she was living at home. He was he hadn't been living at home for 14, 15 years. And uh, it was, it was, it was, uh, you know, a different experience for him um, over, you know, what the what the girl had to experience with her parents. And she and and she had mentioned to him, "What do you mean? You, you know, your parents don't know this and this and this about me." It's like, "Oh yeah, no, I like just share them a few good things, and that's all." And and that's a relationship. So I would I would tell the young ladies out there. Uh, if I could say young ladies, you know, if I could say young ladies, but I'll tell all the women out there that understand that it's a very different conversation, a boy or a guy or a man or a superhero, might I say, uh, that, that it, it's, a, it's a very, very different conversation than the guy, what the guy is going to be conveying over to the parents. As long as you try to remember her name, that's, you know. Something. <laughs> well, I write it. I, I write. I write it down on my bencher, so it's you know. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Don't that write it down on your handle because it gets smudged. You know, you're lost. There. That that is a big takeaway for all the guys out there. I'm just letting you know. Write the name on the bencher. I'm telling, you. and pull out pull out that bencher as much as as often as you can. Oh yeah, even just to look for a phone number, or even just to look for a direction. <laughs> pull out the bencher, ladies. You may have to heal him with you. I, I do want to add one point, though, just looking at things or trying to look at things from a positive perspective. If the girls being at home can definitely be extremely difficult. I do hope, though, um, that if they are at home, that they have their parents to commiserate with them and, like, kind of share the angst that they're feeling as opposed to just feeling isolated in the sense that, you know, they're still home, they're still not where they want to be, so that at least they can have some sort of support system that, you know, they're not they're not in the next step of life but you know they their parents are being supportive of them so hopefully that's the case as well one more thing about girls living at home so especially in the beginning and when you're younger um a guy comes usually and picks you up and then your parents can meet them so automatically your parents are more involved in the shit and they know who you're dating even if it was once or twice but they've met the guy so versus um guys when you're dating girls you go meet the girl but your parents have never seen them so like i remember when my brothers were dating my mother kept saying like i wish that for one day the girl would come pick up the boy that way i can meet her as well because you know we're welcoming someone into our family you know absolutely nothing about it it's just something to keep in mind what rosie just said was also interesting because i remember somebody telling me that you know they they have one sister and um everybody else uh boys and um they met the her their sister's future husband for the first time right before they got engaged and he says you know I shook his hand and it, it wasn't super super strong so I wasn't worried that he was going to be you know that he wasn't that he was going to be mean or anything like that so I was okay with it and it is true though like a lot of the siblings don't get to meet the boys at all until you know they're about to get engaged which is interesting I like that and and Coach Hannah let me ask you parents ranking Ranking siblings, uh, sibling spouses, bringing them back—is that really a thing? I, 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 is that really something? Like, you're you're bringing home, uh, you're bringing home a guy, and your your fear, like, well, I hope it's better than you know, Chava Razels, uh, or, or at least, or, you know, or like, oh, I wonder if they're going to compare him to uh, to Johnny, my brother-in-law. Wow, I'm, I, you know, is that really a thing? Yeah, I hundred percent of yeah. I think that a lot of people who are dating also are very concerned about how 
their prospective um, husband or wife will fit into their family because that is a really big thing to, you know, whatever dynamic you have with your family to kind of weave your new partner into that dynamic. It, it takes time and it, and it, you also want to make sure that it's actually going to happen. You know, people get very, very nervous about that. So let's say the parents, your parents oppose the shidduch absolutely against, against, against. And you feel strong about this young lad. What do you do? Is this before you met him already or you're middle of dating him? I'm in the middle of dating him. You really have to understand why they're saying no or they're opposed to him. Is it legitimate concerns or it's just a feeling that they have? Can they express to you why they are so opposed to it? Uh, but if you could sit down just and have a rational conversation with them, then maybe it is something to take into consideration. But if they just don't like him or they don't like that um, feeling that they got when they walked into the room, or the can I say go ahead? No, that's true. Or the car he was driving. <laughs> or the lack of car that he was driving. <laughs> yes, the lack <laughs> the of car. The taxi he pulled up with. <laughs> yeah, if it was an Uber, at least, you know, he's up there. But okay. So I, I do, I, I would want to just add that um, yes. I do agree with Rosie on that, that, you know, it really does depend on why your parents are negating it. And even if you don't necessarily agree with what they're saying, but if what they're saying um, is important, you know, if it's something to do with their, with the character, if they feel like the, the boy doesn't have any drive or the girl um, really seems to be very into, um, you know, money or things like that, these are all important things. And even if you don't necessarily see it, if you have trusted your parents in the past with, you know, other decisions, I would say that you should trust them with what they're telling you now. Okay, lightning round for episode 33, Parents and Shaduchim. I'm going to ask the questions, uh, throw out the lightning questions, and uh, they will respond. These are the questions that Coach Hannah and Rosie have not seen. Uh, you know, this way uh, we make sure everything's a fair debate between uh, the Trump and Biden campaign. <laughs> the uh, Coach <laughs> Hannah and Rosie campaign, I meant. Um, okay, the father, the father is the Shadchan. Um, well, just the father, that's different. Just the father, yeah. That's a whole different thing. No, it helps to clarify. Yeah. This is true. I don't think it's so good. I don't feel like the father has a stamina for this type of thing. I think he'll just refer to the mom. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pass on that, but we should be more open-minded technically. <laughs> I guess we should. You introduce the uh, the person you're dating to your parents. Parents comment, she is too from. Never had that said about me. <laughs> I, would ask for, I would ask for them to elaborate. I would say, what do you mean by that? Give me examples. I would press them on it. Yeah, I like that. Okay, press them on. It is good. And yes, Rosie, uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen. <laughs> okay. I'll let you know when it happens. Okay. Par get back to us. Parents ask, where are you going for the date? I don't mind answering that question. I think that's fine also. As long as they, as long as you know that they're not going to be giving you a hard time. You're going, you're going apple picking on a second date. Are you going to wear heels on, with this apple picking? Are you going to be carving pumpkins? I don't agree with the pumpkin carving. <laughs> or if they're asking, you also have to be aware of that. Are they asking because they'll by mistake show up there at the same time as you? Or they're just asking because they're true? <laughs> That's true. And if they show up wearing like glasses and a fake mustache, and you still know it's them and they're doing the whole incognito music problem. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Avery does that to me on almost every date I go on. <laughs> anyway... Uh, <laughs> Um, okay, so here are a few more we have along the lightning rounds. Mother responds to the son. Is she really going to have time for the kids? 
If only this wasn't a podcast and you could see my face, because I don't even know how to respond to that. So, so we'll I, go yeah, with right there, parents very never telling. seen it. <laughs> I think that's very telling of how the mother feels about about the girl in general. You know, I don't think she's asking if she was deal head. This is like serious business about her personality. So. That's a very telling question. Here's a bit more telling one because I've gotten responses for the next question. Um, girls actually don't like to hear from the parents, and I can elaborate if you need me to. They go, what? Exclamation mark, not a question mark. What? He cooks? Girls, could, I hear, could get intimidated by that. So that's something parents should ever say. And remember, he cooks. So they're like, what? He cooks? I think it runs along the same line as, as you know, like, the boy being a nurse or things that nor I think in a lot of times in Jewish society where people just think that like a lot of times it's like a girl's job, but I, I say be open-minded. If he's a good cook, then great. Saves you a lot of Shabbos cooking. <laughs> Rosie, Shabbos cooking? Uh, yeah. Here's the deal. What I learned after my vast experience of dating is your parents kind of just want to be involved to be involved and know what's going on in your life. And they just ask it in really weird ways. So when they ask you a question like that, take it with a grain of salt and just be like, they just want to know if this man has a job or he's just cooking all day. Like, you got to figure out why they're asking you that question. Yes. Are they asking you that because they feel like he's, you know, overweight or they're asking you because they, you know. Because they don't know how to ask you, how's your dating going? (laughs) They they do not. They for sure do not. Okay. Last two questions here. Um, The last one's like hilarious, by the way. And I thought of it. Okay. uh, Second to last question here. Lightning round. I'll let you know if I find it funny. Oh, you will. Uh, How many dates have you had with them? So parents is like, oh, how how many dates have you? They want to know specifics here. How many dates? How long do you know this girl? What do you, what do you respond with? A little bit, a while. I don't know. That that's my, that's my thoughts. It's like a little bit, a lot. A good amount. You'll know when I need to. That's my response. How about yours? We're just dating. It's going wherever it's going. So just give me, like, I don't need to put a time limit or a time frame on that. An estimate is good also. Yes. I like that. I like that. No, you know, time frames and I don't know. Time frames are, they're good in their band, you know, maybe, maybe a separate episode. And uh, Coach Hannah, I like that as well. Yeah, like estimate estimate works as well. Okay, here's the last thing. Okay, um, is this is this is this one actually a make or break? Probably. Um, okay, you pick up the girl, and uh, uh, you know the father goes, "All right, I'm driving. What do you do?" <laughs> Run. Run. I think you would say, "Okay, so you're gonna drop us off at this in this place." Okay, great. We'll Uber back. Oh, so, I like um, that. So. I literally don't even go out. You could just say you think you're feeling the corona coming in right now and walk out. <laughs> you're not. This is going nowhere. Slow. Start coughing. You don't even have to say. You don't even say cough. Ladies and gentlemen, another episode thirty-three. Parents and Shadacham. Hope this was helpful. Hope it gave you real insights on. Uh, a few things of, you know, how to manage your parents, what to do with your parents. And look, it's not so bad for you to just establish grounds and establish boundaries. Here's, you know, you know, uh, mommy, Tati, uh, you know, I, I'm not so comfortable with sharing that information yet. Why? Well, the, you know, the probably ask why. Well, A, B, C, and D, I'll let you know. We can get into it another time. It is something that people have to really understand their parents uh, as much as they can, and especially because most singles, they don't just go out a few times and, you know, it's the one and they get married. They, they've been through cycles. Parents need to be aware of those cycles. 
um, and and not not from not hearing it from the single. Just the parents should understand. All right, yeah, no, my 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 daughter dates. You know, at least a month. Uh, you know, I'll follow up in a few weeks. Uh, my son is a six month dater. You know, so I know. Like, I'll see the girl at the barbecue. Understand your child as best as you can. Don't be too invasive. Don't just really touch up on it as light as you can. And you know, have have some confidence in them. I think that's the biggest, the best thing that 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 parents can really take away. Have some confidence in your children. Say, you know, I feel like I raised a really fine young man. I think I really f- raised a fine young lady who has the aptitude, has the capability, and is level-headed and understands what they want and what they want to do. And on the opposite, on the other side of that, try to detect patterns. If you know, if your child is it's not going well if it's if it seems that they're not being too responsible or they're they're problems uh try to do whatever you can with that whether it's approaching them directly might not be the best uh, best thing to do all the time but also maybe go around them talk to their rebbe talk to her rebbeton talk to uh somebody that maybe can be the third party and you can get a really better idea a really a much better idea of what's going on even call the shachan you'll find out at the end of the day that it's actually, you know, the parent, for the parent, it's just the parent themselves that's being a bit more uh, frustrated and not so comfortable with the situation. Rosie, closing statements. I'm actually going to give a closing statement um, in the view of the parent. And I think that instead of looking at it as a single person whose parent is annoying and they're bothering you about this, we should just try to once in a while throw them a bone, right? Parents usually want what's best for their child. They want to know what's going on, not to be nosy, but to know that you're okay and you're doing okay. So throw them the bone, let them know that you're dating someone, and maybe let them know that you're going on a date. And maybe if you don't have a good relationship with your parents and you don't actually want to tell them who you're dating, when you're dating, you know, ask your local Orthodox rabbi here. But this may be <laughs> a time where you could do, you know, tell a little white lie and be like, you know, I dated someone last week and it didn't work out. They just want to hear that you're okay. You're doing okay in this crazy dating world and you're getting dates because the people who sit home LA, you know, their parents worry about that. So maybe we can just evolve, involve them a little bit more, but like a tiny bit because the more you involve them, the worse it gets. I like that. that. You know, I didn't, I didn't think about that too much. Okay. All right. I guess parents are people too. Coach Hannah. Yeah, that should be a bumper sticker. Parents are people too. Um, I, I like very much what you both said, um, and I think that's exactly what I wanted to say. Also, um, just you know, as as a person that is dating, I think it is important to kind of view things from your parents' perspective a little bit and just understand what Rosie had said earlier. Also, that you know, parents sometimes say things in a weird way, but it's really coming from a place of love. And yes, sometimes they can be a bit too much and a bit too naggy and a bit overwhelming. But at the end of the day, most of the time, you know, it's really coming from a place of love and they really just are trying to have your best interest in mind. Um, and it is important to kind of throw them a bone a little bit here and there. And at the same time as parents, you know, we should be doing the same thing. Um, we should be looking at things from our kids' perspective and understanding that they are people too. They do have their own minds and you know making their own decisions and you know when they're younger you do make a lot of their decisions but then you have to let go a little bit you have to remember that they're growing up and like I did like you said you know that you've raised good children and that you've raised them to make good decisions and you have to trust that you've done that so it really is a give and take in that sense and you really have to view things from the other's perspective 
And that's something to, you know, something to do in general with your friends and with any relationship that you have. It's very important to do that. So it's definitely important to do that in this case. Overall, just so if you're going to do that, if you're going to try to view things from, you know, your parents' perspective or your kids' perspective, it really does help to open up the lines of communication, which is so important as well. You want to, you want to be able to tell your parents things and you want to be able to discuss things with your kids and you want to be able to, to know that they're telling you the truth and you want to know that your parents are, are really vested in, you know, your happiness. And, and that really happens with, you know, with an open line of communication. So that's really the best, the best takeaway, I think. Okay. Love it. And coach Hannah, um, where can people find you for uh, very, very good shidduch advice? <laughs> they can always uh, email me at um, Hannah Kahana. It's H A N N A Kahana K A H A N A Coach at gmail dot com, or they can also find me on Instagram at Hannah Kahana Coaching. And I'm always happy to, um, you know, answer questions. You can always, you can always send me messages. Um, I'm always happy to be an objective opinion. I do want to say, guys, that even though we're physically and emotionally dating, our parents are really involved in this emotionally as well. So they do have a little bit of a portion of it. So like Hannah said, just have open communication with them. Let them be involved a little. Yes. Because they are kind of going through it with us. Eh. It's true. I hear. Okay, great points, Rosie and Coach Hannah. Thank you so much again for being here. Um, as I uh, let all the audience, you know, members know that they can find us on Instagram at nobody talks or they can go to our website shidduchpodcast.com. As I always end off, happy face, smiley face, silly face. This is the Nobody Talks Shidduchim podcast. Alchi's Media Network.